0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of Transformations with Jane. I'm Jane Nakata, your host, a transformational coach for Japanese women here in Japan, and a retreat coordinator for entrepreneurs from around the world. So today, I have a um well, an amazing interview with Sarah Furuya. Now, if you are in Japan, I'm sure you have probably heard of Sarah if you do not know her. She is an extremely generous kind and a very outgoing woman who is involved in all kinds of things down in Tokyo, and uh, the one of them is what we're going to talk about today is the big uh, clothes swap that's happening in Tokyo at uh, in December on the 8th. And we have a little announcement for you in this episode, so please definitely listen out for that. So let me tell you a little bit about Sarah. So she arrived here in, in Japan in two thousand and one. So she beats me by one year. She's my senpai by one year, um, and she has built her own business as a life coach, an executive coach, and a facilitator. So she works with people from you know all backgrounds, all levels, and sh- she says she likes to meet them where they're at, and that to me is just amazing that she can help. So such a huge, wide range, Mm -hmm. wide range of people, uh, with her skills and her background in psychology and human biology. So if you listen to our episode, you'll hear a lot of, um, you know, Sarah's journey to where, how she came to be where she is today. And we're going to talk a lot about corporate social responsibility, Um, which is apparently I um, saw it the other day um, abbreviated to CSR and I was like, what is that? And then I had to Google it because I was like, I've been so out of the loop on things um, up here in Tohoku and yeah, corporate social responsibility. Now this is something that is very close to my heart at the moment as I am looking to build my own business and to step up as the CEO of my business. And so when I was thinking about what does the CEO of this business look like, it was really it was really hard for me to sort of think about letting go of tasks because to me that was, um, you know, I didn't feel like I could trust anyone with these precious tasks that involve running my business. But when I decided that I would be a certain kind of CEO and that CEO would be the person who is making the change that I want to see in Japan at you know grassroots level, at the level of me and one other person <laughs> at this point, um, all of a sudden it was easier to actually make the decision, okay, I need to take on a team member, but I'm going to do it in this fashion that suits my business and my um, yeah, what I, the impact that I want to have with this business. So, yeah, that's a really interesting topic that we cover. So, um, please, yeah, do listen to the whole episode. I know it's a little bit longer than usual, but there is some gold right throughout the episode. So, definitely um, make the time to listen to that. Go for a really long walk if you have to, (laughs) that sort of thing. Um, Yeah, so enjoy the episode. Hi Sarah, welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast. It's great to have you here today. Hi Jane, thanks for having me. I'm really thrilled to be here. Yeah, Sarah, so you're in Tokyo and please give us a little intro for those who do not know you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, where are you from? What do you do?
1: Yeah. So, I'm originally from near Liverpool in the United Kingdom, and I came to Japan in 2001 for one year,
0: like so many other states. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then um, I was living out in the sticks at the time, uh, out in uh, the suburbs of Tokyo. And after a year and a half, I wanted to move to Tokyo, so I moved to Tokyo, and then very, very quickly met my husband. And then after a few years decided to, uh, take a change in career and start working in the corporate industry. Um, my background is in biology and psychology, so it was great to start applying my psychology in the corporate world at that time. And I was a full-time employee of a a corporate training company from 2005 to 2012 and in about 2008 or nine, I got introduced to coaching through few for empowering women do you know that organization
0: i do yes please yeah. please just elaborate a little bit on few for those who do not know though
1: it's a um, professional networking organization for international internationally minded women in tokyo and kansai and all over the world actually and so through that i was introduced to my first ever coach who was wonderful and as i was in there and you know a little bit frustrated in my job at the time i thought oh, this is great and also it's exactly what i want to be doing i kind of knew that i wasn't the greatest teacher i kind of knew that i enjoyed training but i really loved working one-to-one with people and i learned that through getting coaching so i also through the coaching, I started being introduced to fabulous entrepreneurs. For example, Marie Folio, Have you heard of her? Yes. Denise Duffield Thompson. Yeah. Um, all these wonderful entrepreneurs that I'm sure have inspired both of us, Jane. Would I be right yeah. there? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on just, all the mailing lists. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Danielle Laporte. And I was just like, oh my God this ex- this this exists yeah. <laughs> yeah. do you know what i mean you like oh wow, I (laughs) I can do this. this. (laughs) 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 So that like opened the door for for me to start really laying down the foundation for me starting my own business. So that was maybe 2008, 2009. I then met my second coach, started going through her programs. And again, it just was like life-changing stuff for me. But also I absolutely knew that that's what I wanted to do. So with my psychology background and my kind of corporate experience, because when I was working for the Corporate training company. My biggest client was Microsoft, and I actually sat in Microsoft, had a seat in Microsoft for the last couple of years. So that was really my kind of boot camp for working with corporations because I had to learn that corporation from the top to the bottom right. of the of the hierarchy, and you know, talk to all the people who came in for coaching sessions with me. And then um, yeah, in two thousand twelve, sorry, October two thousand twelve. So I've just had a little anniversary. Um, I. I decided to quit my job. I did it really elegantly. So you asked about my word of the year. Yeah. my word of the year that year was elegant change. Ooh. So I knew <laughs> I wanted to change, but I wanted to do it really elegantly. Right. And so I had really good conversations with my managers. So we just reduced my workload down and I was able to kind of leave with with almost no, you know, the handover was already kind of done because we, we'd worked it out really well. He was a really smashing man who was very... I'm always surprised, like managers are fabulous sometimes when you leave in companies. I had the same experience when I left the telecoms company that I had in England. I was really surprised, I was like, okay, I'm going to leave, I want to move to Japan. And they were like, okay, let's work it out with your holidays so you still get your bonus. And I was like, wow, okay. (laughs) But that's very inspiring to me as well, Jane, from that kind of generosity point of view as well. I think these things, these surprises that I had where managers are just so caring and so... Um, they focus on the business, but they also focus on looking after the people, even when they're leaving. That's very inspiring to me. It is. Um, and then, um, so in 2012, I quit my job one day. I left, I, I you know, I had my last day one day and then at five o'clock in the morning, I was at Haneda airport, flew to New York to Marie Folio's last rich, happy and hot life. <laughs> <which> was, <laughs> wow. Yeah, really. That's when her business was still called rich, happy and hot mm. and um, joined 500 women in New York for this huge um um it was maybe 10 percent men as well and um and it was this huge kind of three-day extravaganza that she put on with all my favorite coaches like uh, i saw Danielle Laporte speak and gabby bernstein wow. and um who's the marketing lady uh sally hogshead um um who's the one who does the daily the daily love master master kip and all these people spoke there and it was just like I'm in this room and this is actually, I'm actually here. This isn't me imagining I'm here. I imagined this, I made it come true. And I knew even at the time, because my next, my next word for the year was valuable stories. I knew that first year one and year two of my business would be just like, you throw out, you know, you throw yeah. out everything and see what sticks and then start to kind of funnel it a bit more in year three and four, if you like, that's how I do things anyway, or did back then. And so, but I knew that all of it would be valuable stories at the end of the day. Cause I'd watched all these mentors that I have who'd gone before me talk about their stories, their mistakes, their massive F ups and all that kind of stuff. And how that actually kind of pushed them forward and so on. So, um. That, that was my next word for the year. And I wanted this story. I wanted that story where I left work on one day, flew to New York the next. And then, and the stories keep delivering. So then when I was in New York on the final day of that rich, happy and hot live, Marie Forleo stands up and says, I'm sure you're all wondering what's going on with Sandy. And I was like who's sandy is she all right <laughs> <laughs> it was hurricane sandy i had no idea because i'd oh, just flown in from mind. japan so i would missed all the warnings and everything and luckily i was staying at my friend's apartment who's like a, he's a famous uh makeup artist so i stayed up in his apartment up on the upper west side he was off in miami being fabulous so he couldn't fly back but he said just stay at my apartment as long as you like I couldn't fly out and I ended up staying in New York for an extra week to wait, waiting for all the flights to go down in price Sure. Um, so that I could fly back to England and then spend three weeks with my, my um, parents before coming back to Japan and really starting to kind of, you know, start my business in earnest. And, uh, so that's my story. That was wow. six years ago and, um, and, and you know, it's, I, I really enjoy telling that story actually. Thank you for asking. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so now my business comprises of, uh, three arms. I have a corporate arm where I go out and do executive coaching in companies. So at the moment I've got clients in manufacturing, um, uh, banking, finance. And, um, I I, I just work in all industries there. So. I do uh, facilitation, kind of leadership programs. I used to do a lot of diversity and inclusion stuff, especially about around women's leadership. But I found I preferred working one to one with people on that rather than at a higher level. Mm. And I think there's other people who are emerging in in our industry who are better at sort of doing that and much more motivated in that area. And although I still often end up being that person if you see what I mean
0: yeah. but I love
1: working one-to-one with women who are in business because I really understand the challenges and I understand the the lay of the land I understand how corporations work so that I love I'm often working with people who are in transition so transitioning from say individual contributor to manager or manager to general manager or general manager to senior director or to uh, VP level and helping them to cross that cross that edge cross that line cross that transition love doing that um and then uh my other arm is private coaching so i have a one year program that i have at the moment 23 people going through that starts in february ends in january so that's the kind of the big the one that really excites me i love working with people long term and uh and then i also have uh four week uh, sorry four month and six month clients as well in that private area and that's often a lot of entrepreneurs it can also be people who are kind of in executive corporate positions people who are just starting the business i have teachers i have people who work in uh, hospitality um translators um you know all the all the people who work in this area but i also have people in australia england and I'd like uh USA and I'd like to expand further out as well. Of course, the core of my business would be in Japan. And often it's people who have returned to their home countries, who know, that somebody like myself or yourself will have a really strong, um, th- there's a context we have,
0: yes. right?
1: Yes. There's a high context that we all have together. So that's, that, that's absolutely thrilling and then uh, I really love it as well it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter what kind of mood I'm in I can still coach do you know what I mean I'm sure you're the same like I can be in a good mood a bad mood I can be sick or not sick but I can still rock up and coach I right.
0: <laughs> just I just love it <laughs> genuinely yeah. so it yeah well, I can I can feel it you know I can yeah. feel that you loved
1: it's so it. Nice yeah. talking about it yeah and um and then the third arm, which is why we're here today. Mm, Thank yeah. you very much, because this is the announcement that yeah. you're speaking at the next clothing swap. So I also have an arm to my business, which is the CSR, which is corporate social responsibility, or charity, or the work that I do for free because I love it and I'm passionate about it. But that I, that but it's actually part. It's integral to my business as well. So I don't want it to be like a thing that you know. It, it, that exists outside my business that I do as my kind of volunteer work or something like that. It's not, it's actually part of my business mm. and that's the third arm of my business. And that's the one that brings me so much joy. So for example, when I quit my job, I was the president of few, the, the, uh, I was the president of few from 2011 to 2013 and that's a volunteer role. So rather than saying this is my business and I have a volunteer role, I would say that was the CSR arm. of. So what I'm doing for my corporate social responsibility now is being the president of few and managing board of directors and overseeing the organization rather because I think, um, we've talked about this before, but I started to resent doing things for free, but I still wanted to do them. (laughs) (laughs) So by actually integrating it into my businesses, it actually created this beautiful container for what I actually love doing. Um, one of the things I love is style and fashion and I love clothing swaps. I think they are amazing. I love connecting with people and connecting people, even though I like spending most of my time at home, but I do really enjoy that. I love supporting up and coming small businesses like yourself or, um, all the other people I've had speaking, but people who have heart in their business as well. Like there's a real kind of sense of community building and stuff like that. Um. I, I love taking advantage of people's generosity. So the venue where we have the clothing swap is lovely and they just donated it. Just saw the saw on Facebook that I was having a conversation with somebody who was like, why don't we have big clothes swaps again? And I was like, okay. And then, uh, Amy Hanashiro who manages Oakwood premiere in Tokyo. She was like, you can have it at my place for free. And it's just like, I mean, I've got goosebumps telling you that now. Yeah. P.S. goosebumps is my uh, way to tell if the truth is coming out or if something really magical is
0: happening. Yeah, yeah. And I'm getting now too. They're transversing the internet over here. <laughs> oh,
1: amazing. Amazing because, um, well, I call them FBGs, full body goosebumps. And that's like, if me and my clients are getting them at the same time, we're like, FBGs, FBGs. <laughs> Um, that makes me sound lunatic, but that's okay. Everybody's mad, believe me. So, um, one of my corporate clients said to me once in a workshop situation, we were talking about communication styles and persuading and influencing or something like that. And he said, uh, so how exactly can I make sure that every time I have a conversation, it's fine. <laughs> I said, never, <laughs> like, here's what I know from working in this industry for so many years. Everybody's mad, everybody's bonkers, right, yeah. everybody's
0: crazy. Way. Yep. Yeah.
1: So don't worry about it. And I say that with love and heart and I don't mean to upset or trigger anybody who's, you know, going through mental illness or anything like that. But I with a light heart and with a playfulness, you know, everybody's got their own little things living inside them that rear their heads every now and then.
0: So yeah.
1: Um so uh yeah. <laughs> So There um,
0: you are, yeah. Those um full body goosebumps, yeah. Yeah, like I've um I've heard you talking about them on a different podcast a while ago, and then I was like, yes. oh, I get those too, and I yeah. didn't know what they were. And then yeah. it was like, you diagnosed something for me, yes. And then when I, I'll i be talking to other podcast um guests, and I'll be like, yeah. okay, I'm just getting goosebumps now because you've said yeah. something really amazing, and they'll be like, really, have I? And I'm like, yeah. yeah, um, so thanks to you, Sarah, and I now know that what that is and that helps me too with uh, working with my clients working with um my podcast guests and things too so <laughs> the the fb oh. fbgs yeah FBGs. It's a thing. yeah and
1: now i'm now they're flushing because you just said that and i'm so <laughs> kind of humbled they're, they're like flushing and the flushing fbgs that's the that's the the uh, you know when they kind of feel like they're on a wave of your body <laughs> right. yeah yeah that's, that's thrilling that's that's but um I mean, that's one way that I kind of run the practice that I run as well is like we're up in our heads so much. Um, but our bodies hold an awful lot of information as well. And that those full body goosebumps, I mean, as much as I kind of giggle about it and so on, it's actually a serious way that my body's giving me feedback about, um, you know, telling the truth and if we're hitting on something or going in the right direction or something like that, then that's a real You know, and and then I don't have to say it anymore because my clients will tell me when they're getting that feedback from their bodies as well. So, you know, getting out of our heads and into our bodies, I think you do that by running as well, right?
0: Yeah. And that like keeping my, um, yeah, keeping your body busy is sort of a way that you can get clarity in your head as well. Yeah. Sense.
1: Yeah, <laughs> It makes perfect sense. There's a, <laughs> I was just going to say there's a saying and I actually don't know the saying, so I'm just going to give the gist <laughs> of it, which is, um, if you can't work something out, go for a walk. Yes. Um, it's a Spanish saying, I think, but I, I don't know it. Now I was running a workshop the other week. Um, I'm currently studying for a, a, a certificate in systems coaching. Actually, I'll get certified in 2020, but I'm just becoming a trained systems coach at the moment so I'm in and out of Singapore all the time at the moment studying for that in person and uh I was running a workshop based on that doing work with people and at the beginning of the workshop you know I'm sitting there really calm and really together and I said something and I said it's like this quote by Bruce Lee and they're all looking at me and I went can't remember <laughs> And then everybody starts laughing, you know, and and then somebody Googles it and says, is it this one? And it's like, and I'm like, yes, that's the quote that I definitely know off by heart. (laughs) I think, don't you think Jane, that's one of the joys of getting a bit older is you can be, you can be really, um, I think the word authentic is a bit overused now, but you can be very, um, honest about things like that. You start saying something and then you realize, I don't actually know what the next thing I'm going to say is, and then just say it because you can trust that you're kind of, um, that you're okay. And you, you know what you're doing and that's, and if somebody in the room's like, well, she's not very professional, is she? Or something like that, that you can be like, actually, you know, it's okay. Everybody makes mistakes and I'm giving you permission, something like that. Mm. Do you know what I mean?
0: Mm. Like being, yeah. yeah, just being real is, is yes. Sometimes that's is,
1: yeah, yeah. That's the way we say it. Being
0: real. That's what we aim for here on the Transformations with Jane podcast. So yeah, <laughs> real. Oh, um Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I regret saying that, Jane. <laughs>
0: anyway. yeah, so um, let's let's go back to the corporate social responsibility thing because yeah. this is a topic that um I'm currently quite interested in myself as I yeah. explore what my my business is going to look like in the near future and as I just came back from a very big live event rather like the Marie Folio event you described um, oh, yeah. myself in California like a week or a two oh, ago ooh. and I came back realizing that you know I have to step up now and be the CEO of my business rather than the dog's body or the assistant and you know, doing all these things. If I want to have the impact and the impact is what I want. It's like, yeah. and because, you know, at this event, they would talk of like, you know, multiple seven figure launches and all of this stuff. And I was like, yeah, really can't get excited about that. It doesn't yeah, me neither Blah, 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 what blah. What is it? You know, <laughs> like, you know, pay yeah. me a million dollars, pay me five dollars. It's all, it's, it really doesn't matter. But what does matter is the impact. And so yes. I'm not going to get any impact if I keep doing what I'm doing. I'm going to have very minimal impact. So I thought, okay. Um, CEO, what does that look like to me? And it was like, okay, well, I want to, I guess I have to be the change I want to see. And we know in Japan, there's some change that needs to happen, right? Especially for women and work and in that area. And that's something that I can take part in, you know, that's something Mm -hmm. I can do. Mm So I've, yeah, been looking at what does my organization look like? Um, in order to be the change that I want to see so that's something I'm working on at the moment and it actually made me really excited you know to yes. actually be the boss rather than oh no I don't want to um, hand over control to people of my bits and pieces and um, but now it's kind of like no actually oh. I, this is what I need to do to be the yeah, change I want to see yeah of course. of course and that was what I needed I didn't need the whole in order to make a million dollars this is what you need to do it's yeah to to get the change you want you need this is what you need to do and so that really resonated with me so um yeah and so your part of your corporate social responsibility is the clothes swap so i'd really love to dive into the clothes swap a little bit and talk about the nitty-gritty so that we can get some more people there who have been maybe saying Oh, I'd love to go, but I don't really know what it is, or oh, I'm not really sure what sort of clothes I should bring. So let's get all of those objections out of the way. So I'm going to ask you Brilliant. some questions about it. So I'm really okay m-
1: before we do that, though, Jenny, yeah. <laughs> First, I just want to really like I want to honour what you just like. I instantly switched into coach mode when you were like, and I want to do this, and my business started making notes. So <laughs> let's let's have a let's have a freebie coaching session. But anyway, I um um I, I think that you're you've already started doing this haven't you because I've noticed a, a boldness about you in the last few weeks which like coming to me and saying can I come you know like mm-hmm. let's let's do something together and I think one of the most important things for women to do and being the change uh, in in anywhere actually is being visible
0: right yeah. just
1: being bold and being visible because lurking around in the shadows being humble and waiting to go to heaven or be applauded for that by somebody is 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 not gonna be the change that's the status quo
0: does that make sense yes Yes.
1: so I applaud you for being so bold and just getting yourself out there and being visible and ramping up your let's call it marketing but giving people access to you and showing your face and being cheeky and being irreverent and being (laughs) you know and being out in the world and that's escaping from
0: tohoku for (laughs) for the day yeah yeah,
1: well not just that but also being out in the world and visible online and on instagram and on facebook and wherever you exist being just doing that little bit more to ensure that people are seeing what you're doing and then the second thing that i absolutely love that you said is about delegating and this is across the board and i I mean i spoke to a, a senior senior manager um a couple of weeks ago in a in a finance and the first thing was like oh i'm really worried about delegating my tasks right. what? <laughs> you know <laughs> this is i mean this is um, a, across the board an amazing thing and one of the things that we're talking about all the time so i applaud you for doing that as well um i think it's absolutely essential for people to as soon as you can afford it maybe just before
0: yeah
1: before delegate some of happen. that stuff to people yeah, and if you're supporting pretty, somebody pretty else's pretty. small business, bravo. I think we share. We may share an admin manager. Oh,
0: <laughs> we do. An amazing
1: Yes, we do, who's like basically the engine behind every um small business <laughs> in Tokyo, <laughs> the silent engine. She's like a, the Prius, the Prius of <laughs> Tokyo. Okay, so um I love it. Yeah, step up
0: and be the CEO I love it and that's an interesting point that you bring up that because that was one thing I wanted to ask you while you were t- talking about all these different people that you work with is there like a common sort of thing that connects all of those people the different people that you work with across all of those different industries that you mentioned and the different levels is it the delegation that, that, that delegation is
1: definitely one of them so yeah like not doing all the things and not being seen to do all the things
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um and so that's one thing um and then another one is transition actually it's about moving from one thing to another i think yeah i was i love the questions that you you queued up for me about transformation as well it's not really Well, I suppose it's a transformation of sorts, but it's transition, like moving from one version of yourself to another. And what you've just said there, when you step up and be the CEO, what does that look like? Does it look like not delegating your editing of the podcast? Does it look like doing your own scheduling? No, it doesn't. Yeah. (laughs) It
0: really doesn't.
1: And also we're doing good work in the world. So we need to be touching at the highest possible level we can. Now that's not to say that the lowly tasks are less important. They're equally important, but they're just not what you should be doing as the CEO of your company.
0: That's, that's right, and if you have the inkling to be a CEO, then yeah. that's what you should be doing. And, yeah. Or
1: just being the CEO of yourself and like taking full responsibility for being sovereign or for being the queen or the king or the emperor or whoever it is of your own life. Or your own new, like if you transition from being a manager to being a a senior manager or senior manager to a VP, what's the expectation of that? Like if you are the CEO and the sovereign of your own life in that situation, what should you be doing and what shouldn't you be doing? And then find a way to to do that. So there's that, yeah, that kind of thing. And, And also people are just fearful and they have stories and programs that have been running in their minds for so, 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 so long that what a coach does and what I do is really help to just shift that slightly through like a myriad techniques, but also just that intuition and expertise that develops an experience that develops over time. Cause there's a lot of commonality between people's stories and then just kind of shifting those slightly using very a variety of techniques. So, uh, those three things, I think, what did I say? Transition delegation and,
0: um, Fear and stories, yeah. Fear and stories; those three things. Yeah, well, that's yeah. refreshing, isn't it? So that's—I mean, even if you are a stay-at-home mum, then there's probably some of those things that you're dealing with as well. You probably aren't delegating, perhaps aren't delegating. Oh, darling,
1: you're the CEO of your family, then. Yeah,
0: you're the CEO of your you know. family and your own life.
1: Yeah. And if you're
0: giving away your power to others, which is yeah, which is what I often yes. see with a lot of my Japanese woman clients, is they. They do not take any power in their life. Um yeah. even from their kids, they will not put their kids on a schedule to get them into bed before nine o'clock at night, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um so yeah, it's there's a lot there's something for everyone there. it's so.
1: <laughs> funny though, isn't it, Jane? There is an irony in that, in that this this country works on schedule without um, question. Shops yeah. opening, closing, uh, you know. Those, those things. So it, it it's interesting for me to look at the, the difference and watch my sister-in-law raising her beautiful nephew and looking at the differences there, but also I had to look at the bigger picture of Japan and think, well, how does that kind of flexibility and that am I love support what we enjoy in our daily lives? Do you know what I mean? There's something like, is there a connection there? So I'm, 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 that's just a question that I don't genuinely have. Does that make sense?
0: Mm, I'm not sure I understand, but from my, from what I'm hearing is what I see is that often I notice in Japan is there is always a structure that keeps people on time. You know, it's generally an external expectation that keeps Japanese people. And when there's not one, then things can go haywire as in the family Schedule works really well until, like, as long as the kids are actually in school. But before they're in school, when they're, you know, like in kindergarten or whatever, there there is no schedule, and things are haywire. It's quite interesting. Oh, interesting.
1: Okay, so I was but thinking, I, was, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know whether it's haywire or not. <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines of, is how because how we what happens from when we're zero informs what we're like as an adult. So is, okay. that, is that flexibility early on in life where they get that un- completely unconditional love, which is not about hugging and kissing, but it's about just completely accepting the children as they are.
0: Yeah,
1: Is that with the checks and balances that come from this, this society, which I couldn't do because I'm, it's not inherent in me, mm. is, is that something that also informs how well things work later on? And then I have to take a step back and be like, Oh yeah. All right. Interesting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I have to like, is that part of, is that flexibility early on in life part of what I enjoy in my daily life in Tokyo, the safety, the, the trains, the, the shops, the omotenashi that that kind of sense Mm -hmm. of just service and unconditional service is that rooted in that Mm -hmm. unconditional unstructured start in life and it's a question it's not a statement
0: yeah and that's an interesting way of reframing something that you know because from like with the clients that I work with a lot of them are struggling with that you know like that's giving their kids that unconditional um you know free time and it's you just accept you know they're really struggling with the their part in that yeah yeah Uh, because there are no Sort of like, you know, they have no time, they're just constantly on parent duty from 7 a.m. to they fall asleep. Oh, god, yeah, so um, good point. And you know, that could be part of your why daily life in Turkey was so lovely, you know, because all the mothers are suffering.
1: Oh and that's a laugh of that's a Sorry, laugh of yeah, like but, um uh, that's a laugh of um what can I say? Um uh Satori uh, na, what how do you say Satori in English? Um an aha moment. <laughs> but um Thanks to the Yeah, that's friend. right. That we that's can. and and also I suppose that that old system worked well in a three generation house, yeah whereas now when the expectations are much higher, the expectation perhaps on the 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 male partner in a straight marriage is 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 less it, it is not so changed as it is for the female partner in a straight marriage, so huh. Interesting. Anyway, we could go on and on about we this could. all day, couldn't we?
0: Yes, but, we um,
1: but I'm that. very lucky I have a husband who questions all my, you know, my British white privilege stories. This is terrible, and that's terrible. And he'll just kind of look at me and just say one thing, and I'll be
0: like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear one of those conversations. That would be. <laughs> all right. So we're here okay, good. So, back to about the clothes swap. swap. So it's happening what on des- December 8th, Eighth? Saturday yeah. at 2 p.m. That's from 2 p.m. Is that right? That's right. So it
1: starts at 2 p.m. We ring a bell and registration opens at 1.30. So the first detail <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to give you is this. It doesn't start at 1.30. Registration starts at 1.30. So don't come at one fifteen or one o'clock, because that's when we're still getting ready, right? And we want to have everything ready for you, and we don't want to put the press the venue under any pressure. So please don't come before one thirty, because don't queue up to queue up, basically.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um, so we start at two. A five to two, we have our speakers. One of them is you, thank you so much to come in and talk about their endeavors and what they're doing for our community and what they're doing towards you know the themes of the swap and um and then they give a little talk and then people at the swap are able to go and talk to the people who talk. Last time we had um Indy bindi, do you know that lovely fabric lady? She has beautiful, beautiful fabric. I thought
0: that was her um, name for a long time.
1: <laughs> so did I, but it's not, it's, a, it's one of her kids' names is Indy. And then, um, and we also have Paula Esguerra. Do you know her? She's the, um, de, she's a declutter coach. Yes. Yeah. And she's fantastic. And so I've been recommending her to my clients who are struggling with certain, with, with clutter. Cause that's not really my area. So she's, so I've been, and she's been going out to them and then being recommended to other people. And she's got so many clients through the clothes swap appearance as well. So this delights, this delights me. So that's part of the CSR. Like that's how I want my CSR to feel delightful. Mm. Not like, Oh, I've got to do this thing for free. (laughs) Once it starts, once it starts feeling like that, I'm going to hand it off to somebody else. Mm um so so where were we oh yeah so two and then at two o'clock i ring a bell do a little announcement and then everybody gets in and gets swapping and before that everybody's putting clothes out on rails we've got like we 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 put everything out in small medium large extra large extra small because we are a, a, a swap that includes everybody um who lives in Tokyo and beyond. So we have everybody from the tiniest, tiniest body frame and type to the, the people with the larger bodies like myself. So we have everything from really extra, extra large down to extra, extra small. Definitely. Um, You can often, f- yeah, we, you can often find a kind of buddy who's got, got similar-
0: People too.
1: <laughs> of course, yes, everybody, yes. Yes, we have, yes, absolutely. Um, and it's great to find a buddy. Like if you find a clothes swap buddy and then what happens is people will be like, I think this would suit you. They'll come running up to you with something and be like, this will suit you. And I just love seeing that happening. So that that's that. Um, yeah. So we have tables for like tops and bottoms. <laughs> we have um, uh, clothes rails with hangers on for like dresses and jackets and things like that and suits and nice things we have shoes, but the shoes have to be in mint condition because we, otherwise the venue has to dispose of them and they're very generous, but I don't want to add any extra work for them. We have accessories, bags, earrings. People sometimes bring like creams and makeup and stuff as well. And, but that should also be in fabulous condition. And, um, you know, last time I was there, I got one, two, three, four, five deodorant sticks. I don't have to buy deodorant for another two years. Right, brilliant. I've got a little brand new L'Oreal, like little eyeshadow quartet, mm-hmm. you know? So that keeps me in eyeshadow for the next <laughs> yes. two years. You know, this is, I just I just love it. Like, and I can afford to buy eyeshadow, let, let's be, and, and deodorant, but it's just, it, it, that's not the point.
0: Yeah.
1: Exactly, and I just, that thrills me. Like, I am thrilled by this, like, I can't even tell you. I'm never going to buy myself a pair of crystal silver shoes i have two pairs from the clothes swap you know <laughs> you uh so so i have i have a coach um satchel that i took to a, a corporate chemistry meeting yesterday i have uh, a louis vuitton scarf that somebody gave me that they brought swap because it wasn't their color yeah. you know i mean i mean okay let me be fair. This is like, this is like the 5% of the really like, Oh, designer thing that's popped up. Right. <laughs> but the rest of it's just, you know, most is, is just your regular kind of reasonable stuff. People, right. all the people who have come are coming, are, are, you know, uh, are just kind of normal women <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> across the middle class. So, um, yeah. So what else do you need to know, Jane? What detail? Cause I'm not very detail orientated. I get very get me excited about right. things. Go yes. on, let, get, bring me, bring on your blue energy.
0: <laughs> so, um, I'm imagining that I like, here I am with my closet. So the clothes that I can bring to the clothes swap, are they, do they have to be clothes that match the season or can they just be no, any, clothes? any clothes at all? So even like swimwear, swimwear. Or, anything
1: right Yeah, because what tends to happen so at this time of year we'll be packing up our summer clothes mm. and bringing out our winter clothes so the chances are there's going to be a mix there so you may think oh god I haven't won that swimsuit all season I'm going to take it to the swap fine somebody like me will be like excellent need a swimsuit taking it or I'm going on a you know I'm, yeah, going, I'm, going, to to Australia. I'm going to Australia for, yeah. for for Christmas or whatever mm-hmm. I'll take that swimsuit um or you might unpack your winter stuff and be like, Hmm. Hate this. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. I'm not going to wear that this year. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I didn't wear it last year. I don't know why I packed it up and that's exactly what I've just done as well. Mm. Um, I have a, so there's that. So you can bring anything you want, but what we do ask you to do is separate out absolute crap from the stuff that somebody might take. If you see what I mean. So, yeah like stuff with yellowing armpits or bubbles all over it and stuff like that we ask you to put those in a separate bag and leave those we have a what we call the gummy pile Mm. so it doesn't go into the swap it's just there to be taken away and recycled because we partner with h&m so my my friend Ange used to be the csr director the corporate social responsibility corporate social responsibility called Blimey (laughs) Um, (laughs) director of um, H and M and she approached me and said, I'd like to partner with you on this so that we're really working at the community level, which I thought was fabulous. Now, of course, I'm very transparent H and M and fast fashion itself has quite a bad rep, but I don't want to be really militant about that. I want to be inclusive to all the people who are part of our communities and H and M is part of our communities supports it gives jobs to people it provides fashion at a reasonable price for people on lower incomes you know it's Mm. it's providing a service in the community so i want to support them in that area where maybe they can do better and so did angela and and part of it is not this kind of big high returns stuff it's this just little things and i think that's lovely when um, corporations get involved in that kind of thing as well does that make sense
0: yeah definitely and you know, yeah. I I appreciate that they make the effort that you can recycle things. You know, yeah, like they so can they just yeah. do anything yeah
1: exactly. <laughs> so they come they come and take away a van comes and for free they take away all the stuff and then they send it on to their partner who does the sorting. It's a German company I forget the name and um, they sort it out into about three hundred and sixty different um categories wow um so from like rags i suppose like things that are going to go and be turned into a i don't know like a, a re- like a, a coffee cup or something like that to things that they will resell somehow or other like things that are in smashing condition because oftentimes you'll have a beautiful ball gown that nobody's taken at the end of the day so that goes off to the h&m thing but it doesn't get mulched that well, will get be in the category of like being sold on I don't care what happens to the stuff after that. As long as it stays above ground, mm-hmm. you know, I have no moral high ground. h of them should not be selling that ball No, <laughs> it's like, as long as it stays, as long as it stays above, yep. it stays above ground, I'm happy. Hidden. That's the goal. Yeah. That's the goal. So, um, uh, yeah, and it goes back into the community. So that's, that's. That's what happens to the clothing. Right, what else do you need
0: to know, Jane? Okay, so so as you've just said, if I bring something to the swap that is swappable but it doesn't get um, taken by somebody else, it will be sent off to a happy life somewhere else in the universe. Correct. Potentially. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Above ground. Above ground. Above ground. Recycled and, in some way or exactly. repurposed in some way. Exactly. That's great. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, Yeah. What else did I want to know? Um, so if I just bring a bunch of stuff, do I have to take something with me?
1: No. So here's, here's the thing you can dump and run. So it's 2000 yen on the door. Right. And that pays for, um, a drink, a couple of drinks and it pays just for the venue. They provide snacks and drinks and also charity, uh, 10, uh, half of it goes towards a charity of choice. Um, past ones have been when the refuge, so I try and align it with what's happening in the news or what's hap- happen, what's coming up. So, um, usually we, we started off with oh, resilience, which is, uh, run by uh, a friend called Sachi and she runs this amazing co- place for uh domestic violence education and help and so we just donated to that for the first year and a half two years then there was uh, a friend who had cancer and so we donated to his uh fund once because he supports the community a lot as well you may know in Cara moon Matthew Dons he um he does a lot of community work for um he talks about his cancer all the time so he's got videos 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 about how to talk to doctors and all this kind of stuff so i thought okay he's given a lot to my community so i want to do something back to him so we donated uh one of the swap stuff to him uh when the refugee crisis hit in the states, and i think we were all shocked and remained shocked by the splitting up of the families and stuff yeah um i thought okay refugees international japan just to keep the theme going. Last one was Santa's Soul Train. So again, Angela Ortiz, who was, who is now the CSR coordinator for, uh, director for Adidas, but was the CSR director for H&M. She started a NGO up in Tohoku following the earthquake. And I don't know if you've heard of this, she has this massive thing everywhere where they go up and they have these huge Christmas parties and they take up some like, you know, minor celebs. And, um, they have these huge Christmas parties so that people who have been evacuated, um, from around the plant in Fukushima, Mm. which I believe is where you're from as well is, um, um, they have, they can make memories and just have a really good time, which is really important you know, so it's like, it's not charity. It's creating this beautiful, big atmosphere where they all dance. And it's called the Santa soul train because they, they do this big dancing train. It just helps people to loosen up. And um, so I donated to that because I wanted them to get that in time for this, this, uh, this round of Santa's soul train. Mm. And then this time on December 8th it's run for the cure. So that's the breast cancer association. Mm. And, um, so I think I'm gonna to donate to run for the cure this time so that it coincides with the actual so a lot of people are doing the run for the cure in the morning and then coming to the swap in the afternoon. And um so I think I'm gonna to donate to that.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: And I also I also use the pink ribbon clinic right. myself for when I get my breast checks and it's the best experience that I've had of that. It's all women in the in all women doctors and i had been really disappointed with a number of my. one of my friends died um, of breast cancer when she was 42 a couple of years ago another a beautiful person who was based in tokyo and so of course and i was like going to different places and then i had a few just bad experiences where i was like i don't know what i just <laughs> so yeah. i went to the paper and you have to like book two or three months in advance and it was the best experience. I wrote a full blog post about it and everything that I've ever had there. So, um, I go back there all the time. So I think it's nice to support that, that, um, that charity as well. Right. So that's where the half of the money goes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and I just choose that based on just based on what my gut tells me.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I just say to uh, Amy. Hanashiro from uh, Oakwood Premier and Ange, who's you know kind of we don't have a board of directors, but they're the people I like to bounce things off. I'm going to donate to this, okay? And they always just send an email back, going, no problem, and then we just donate in that way. It's all very it's informal, but heartfelt. Yeah, and regulated in that way.
0: <laughs> um,
1: what else did I? Want
0: yeah, to any to other questions? Tell
1: you. Um,
0: yeah, because we were okay. Come on, more running. questions. and <laughs> running, so that's totally okay if you just want okay. Yes, yeah, so, okay.
1: Sorry. Pay your two thousand yen.
0: Dump and run.
1: Pay your two thousand yen. Come with nothing and an empty trolley case. Take what you want. Like fill your boots. You can you can take a van and fill oh, it right. with. If you want to take all the leftovers and fill a van with it, you're welcome to do that as well. Um, I don't care what happens to the clothes afterwards. If they end up on a reselling site or they go on eBay, I don't mind as long as they're above ground. And bravo if you're that entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah I, I just don't mind. You know, we're adults. Let's, let's, sure. let's just get that straight.
0: Um, what else might Here's a question for you. So I'm imagining like yeah? maybe we might want to try something on. What's the best way to come dressed to the event? If
1: oh okay, so I would suggest you wear what you want, but underneath have a pair of black leggings and a black vest,
0: right? So you can strip off if you need to.
1: Strip you know. off if you need to. It's a women only event. We do have a men's section, and previously we noticed a few men were trickling in, and so I realized then it hadn't been clear enough that right. we, it was a no men event because we want to be able to whip our stuff off without feeling self conscious, right? Yes. So now we're starting to put all the men's stuff in a little meeting room, and so they can pop in and have a little browse themselves while they're waiting. Because a lot of men come in and they just sit and watch the TV in the room, or they <laughs>
0: yeah. sit outside in the in the board in husband farm. seat, yeah. <laughs> in the,
1: yeah, in the board husband's seat with the kids running around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, kids can come as well. Kids are welcome to come. Good, but we're not. We're not responsible for them. There's no childcare, apart from a room full of women, which is basically its own childcare.
0: Well, um, yes,
1: yes. <laughs> and then, because you know, rooms full of women have a magic to them. And then, um whilst oh, you can come at any time you like. So you don't need to come at half one and register. The only reason why I have registration half an hour early is so that at two o'clock we don't have a queue going out the door. Right?
0: Yeah. Getting um, processing so happening. Yeah.
1: Any time after half one, you can arrive. You can arrive at four o'clock. You can, if you like, four thirty. It's Probably starting to be a bit yeah, because it finishes at five, so you can come at any time you like, like after half one, after one thirty, any time you like. You don't need to come and apologize to me for being late. Um, it's very sweet if you do, but it's, you know, you're, it's <laughs> not, you, your schedule is literally one of my business. Mm. So <laughs> um, it's
0: not, not um, all not you, going to be there at two o'clock. No. no. No,
1: you don't have to. And of course you do, because you want to listen to Jane Nakata speaking. Yeah, You <laughs> Who, <laughs> Who would want to miss that? Who would want to miss that? But, um, you know, or see the speakers. Um, then, because um, I'll be inviting somebody else to be to be confirmed. And um, so it's it's very flexible. The only thing that I do object to is if anybody is rude to anybody else or to the staff. Hmm. That's it like or you know anything like god it's god i've been waiting ages for my drink or something like that it's like <laughs> yeah
0: that's yeah, not
1: I'll, I'll, I'll never be horrible to somebody not but like i'm not ha- i'm not having that conversation so you know or oh, there's not much cheese this week it's like it's just no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah a lot of people so put bizarre, in lot of incredibly
1: time. generous.
0: yeah it's all yeah. through generosity that it's even happening isn't it so
1: Exactly, everybody's generosity, yours included, Jane. So, um, so does that what was the other thing? Uh, so you can arrive at any time you like, you can bring as much as you like, you can take as much as you like. Um, men's clothes are available, Uh, uh, children's as well, and children's stuff, um, um, children's things, children's clothes. I mean. It's so lovely because all my friends have kids of varying ages. So, you know, I keep seeing the same clothes on different friends, kids.
0: Yeah. doing Yeah,
1: exactly. And I think, you know, maybe in the nineties and two thousands and eighties, it was a bit of a a stigma to be wearing hand-me-downs from other people. These days, no, it's a badge of honor. Yeah. People love it. You know, they really do. People are getting right into this recycling stuff as well we have so much abundance around us now that people are getting a little bit sick of it and loving having a having the sustainability piece in there um and the recycling piece it's it's thrilling i I mean i'm wearing i'm wearing half of jennifer shinkai's scarf wardrobe most of the time (laughs) hey jennifer shout out hi (laughs) um and you know i just i just love it um yeah and Catherine O'Connell of course our our mutual friend she she also like always brings beautiful dresses so I had a I had quite a few of her dresses in my wardrobe for a little while and then I was like I never wear dresses why would I why would I keep dresses so they all went back to swap
0: right
1: um I see people taking things and bringing them back over and over again so that I wear them for a season and then be like actually I'm done here so it's almost you know it's and it's because, although a lot of it's fast fashion, you're still getting a, a, a one off, you know, yeah. you're still getting a one off because you don't generally see the same, you don't see repeating things in the swap, the same things, so. Right. Yeah. And I'll take anything. I'll take, I'll take, I've taken, uh, Vivienne Westwood jumpers, uh, you know, I could do that or I could spend my time online, putting it online for a thousand yen. Mm. I'd rather just take it to the swap. Keep it classy.
0: <laughs> yeah. What else do you it. need to know, Jay? Yeah, I love how it brings people together. Like, I'm already in talks oh. with friends about who's going to be there, who's going to be having a yeah. be with beforehand. Um, yeah. Most of it. Really excited about the chance to have so many people in the same room at the same time, even if we are there to swap clothes, <laughs> you know, like just to connect with people.
1: Well, darling, you've just hit on something very, very important there, which is it's not only about swapping clothes. It's actually, and this is where I think you come in, it's a community event and it's a coming to, and it's a social event. And what I noticed after about a year was people would come in, rummage for half an hour, get a table together with their mates, get their wine on and just sit there for an hour, then like go and have another browse after a while. You know, by the end of the day, people have had a little social with their mates. They're a bit tipsy. And they've had a lovely time. And then I notice people leaving together and going and, and you know, and people are so gracious and kind and they come up to me afterwards. And, and I'm not saying this to kind of be the big I am or anything, Jane. I'm saying this because this thrills me, which is they'll come up and say, I love this is my favorite event of the year. I love it. It's my favorite event of the, of the season or whatever. And the staff who work there also love it. They say, oh, we just love this event. It's so much fun. And that thrills me. It's like, I've got goose again. Yeah, FBGs. me too. Yeah. Oh yeah! <laughs> so, well, sorry, you're going to have to edit this it's so hard because I've made so many noises. Um, is um so noisy. Um, is I it, it's just you know it just that just thrills me because of course in the back of my mind that was part of the the whole kind of it's not just about swapping clothes it's about getting together. I get to see loads of my friends four times a year that I wouldn't ordinarily see and in person and it's just so nice and then people like talk to each other when they're like picking up stuff and going oh this might look good on you and then i notice them friending each other on facebook afterwards so it could be one of my friends from over here with somebody from my network over here and then they suddenly become friends and then they're photographing each other's selfies going out together (laughs) again thrilling absolutely thrilling and this is part isn't this part of what you're all about the community side of things as well jane you you're a community builder aren't you
0: well yeah i found that 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 was what was lacking from my life here in tohoku in fukushima and that why yeah starting to build that just brought so much joy to my life so that's kind of why i started doing the retreats back back in the day which is you know <laughs> a whole, like year and a half now ago or something it was to bring people together. Um, to give them an excuse to get together because if you have to actually go out and figure out what day and what time and where and then it just doesn't happen right but if someone comes up to you and says hey here's an event all your friends are going to be there you you'll just go won't you so that's what i started to do yeah
1: jane nakata you you're in the delegation area there aren't you (laughs) you know do you know what i mean like i've just got FBGs again going you've just mopped up all that admin for somebody in yes. order that they could come and be their full cell phone retreat. yes that was that was like because that Girl, was what i love to do going
0: yeah and i don't yeah notice that other people didn't like to do that like they didn't want to yeah
1: the hello <laughs> <laughs> yeah all that detail yeah i just want to come and be the retreat person, not be the person who's got to talk to the venue and yeah. organize the, the chairs and how are you are going to see brilliance? There we go. So we've
0: come full circle Yeah, back to that theme. Yeah. So what else do you need to know, Janie? I think that's enough. I, like, How many people usually come to these things just out of interest? 60
1: to a hundred. Wow. A hundred is a bit too much. hundreds a little bit too crowded a bit overwhelming but still fabulous like and also that's brilliant for the charity um and for the venue because more people get to see it and then maybe rent the venue in the future um i think it was about 69 or 70 last time which is a nice number good i think my first one was
0: about 40 or 50 too much you know my fans coming along no, just kidding <laughs> but, um... <laughs> No, Jay,
1: bring as many people as you like because at the end of the day even if there's 120 people there it will the, the, the group will manage itself you know the group will manage itself people will move outside the swap area and then you know when it gets a and then when other people move outside it other people can go in because there's actually seating around the area where all the clothes are lovely sofas and stuff. And people will leave early if it's too, if it's quite crowded as well. Right. So they'll come in, drop and then go. So just bring as many people as you like, cause at the end of the day, the charity benefits more then. Yeah, so, you definitely. know, I have to remember, it's not, it's not at all about me or about any individual. It's about the whole thing. So
0: yeah. Very good. Well, I yeah. think I'm, I'm satisfied now. I think I've had all of my, um, things that I was confused or worried about, (laughs) or just, you know, if you've never been before, quite often, those little things will will stop you from actually doing something for the first time. So I feel like people know, okay, I can bring any clothes. Okay, I can just bring in, and I don't have to take anything if I don't want to. Um, You know, it just really helps them to make a decision to actually just put it on the calendar and come give it a go.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. i mean if you're yeah.
0: that way inclined which i tend to be so <laughs> all right yeah oh
1: my god i i'm like i want to coach those people what's i want to coach these people just you know what what do you think is gonna happen you're gonna get put in clothes swap jail <laughs> what yeah like i know that? right <laughs> so what, could ha-
0: what could possibly happen yeah, yeah.
1: exactly yeah like <laughs> um so that's it's good like yeah what could possibly happen that somebody could go i'm sorry you can't bring that and then and then what what you'll be a pariah in Tokyo no <laughs> oh. I, just, I but you know that's me I have kind of reverse shame, so um yeah but i, I so I genuinely appreciate you asking all those questions that I would never really really think about
0: yeah uh, exactly maybe i
1: I might add this to the copy of the um the the swap event as well so that people can um I'll put little Effie. FAQs, is that? Yeah, one? yeah. FAQs. It's FAQs. frequently asked yep. questions, maybe. Mm, definitely. Um,
0: which might help people. Cool. Okay, good. Yeah, so tell us a little bit, before we go, tell us a little bit more about your coaching program that's coming up for the end of, uh, it's coming up oh, yeah. soon. Sign ups are happening? Yeah. What's happening there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Oh, thanks, Jane.
1: So um, in January, um, Mid January, I will be opening registration or application actually because um, not everybody's suited to coaching. So I'll be opening application for um, FNJ, which means February is the new January. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah. I think, well, you know, with people in January, you set your goals and then you go, mm, and then people talk about getting really depressed in February. So I was like, oh, hi, I'm going to have a party in February. And call it February is the new January. And that was a rip roaring success. <laughs> and then the following, well, apart from the fact that our toilet got broken, because somebody got a bit enthusiastic, but that's another story. And then <laughs> 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 try, fitting 50, try fitting 50 people into a two DK hmm. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. um, wow. uh, but it was great fun. And so that really sparked, um, the following year. And I said to Laura, who is both of our business managers, I said to her, I've got this idea for a one year program called February is the new January. And so I started it two years ago, so that will be registration for that. will be opening in January and limited space is open for that and it's a one year program, so it'll be 12 months of coaching, which is brilliant because coaching is like a process. It's not a one-off thing. Uh, as you well know. Mm. So it's a process over which you, you work over time. And I love seeing the kind of the cycles and the ebbs and flows of of people's kind of coaching experience in life. Um, there's content every month. There's, I'm going to be doing videos this time. Um, I'm also going to be giving away little extras for people. So, mm, to support them in some other areas of their lives. I love sending treats to people. Um, and basically, it's it's one year to help people to get on track, stay on track. Um, the first year I opened it, eight people signed up. The second year I opened it, twenty three people signed up. Oh my up, goodness, that's amazing! Including including seven out of the eight of the first um, right. uh, first uh, set. And uh, so it's it's quite popular if you like, and and I love it, and I and we try to really look after our our one year program people like laura and i try and treat them like kings and queens men and women anywhere in the world because everything's mostly done by skype but i also have people around the house as well uh where, where my office is i have a home office and we can do some work there if they want to and there's all kinds of bonuses for few members and of course the people who signed up before my existing clients get massive. Uh, treats and bonuses as well and any newcomers we're going to treat you like gold as well so if you want to be treated like gold and have support for a year and go through transitions and learn how to operate your life and business at the highest possible level and to find out where you are now and to change your stories and to look at things from different perspectives and to you know understand business but also to understand your personal and psychological life everything i do is around three areas which is uh, science psychology and the supernatural (laughs) or fortune or that stuff you can't explain full body goosebumps you know yeah and so you know i always look at everything from a very very um scientific uh logical in this real earthly realm way But also then we have the psychology, which is a bit more of a gray area. And we, that's where we do a lot of our work. But then there's also that kind of like, Oh my God, what just happened? Kind of thing, you know, where I can't can't explain that, but we in coaching, we can make that mean something that might help you. Like I did a massive dream analysis with somebody yesterday and that person got so much out of that. Wow. Um, but, But not like, a snake means money, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you see a pencil, it means death, <laughs> not, not like that. It's just, it's more like very, very pragmatic coaching questions, but it digs down into, um, beyond our, you know, our logical brain. And so, um, so, sorry, Jen, I spin off into stories all the time. Cause I get so excited by this talk about stuff. So, uh, let, let me bring it back. So It's a one year, <laughs> it's a one year program. And, um, um, registration opens in January for new, for new, for unique users. However, I would strongly suggest that if you want to get onto my mailing list, because there'll be a first, anybody's on my mailing list as well. will also get like treats and, um, um, uh, discounts just because thank you very much for letting me into your mailbox mm. and for trust, trusting me with your email address and information. I don't send that much email out, uh, but when i do it's always like existing clients first my uh, mailing list second and then out into the world for all the other people beautiful people who are going to be coached after that i also have three uh i think it's three month and six month packages as well. Isn't it amazing? I'm like, this is my business and I'm not sure about the packages. And this is what happens when you delegate. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: Laura Marushima, I, she knows all the details. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I just kind of go, yeah, can you get in touch with um, my business admin manager, please? <laughs> but that means that I can be fully present in the coaching sessions, right? And it means I can be fully present on a call like this because I'm not worrying about, oh, what's that uh, package that I have? Anyway, three months packages and six month packages i think as well but i might be re- i might be just getting rid of the three month packages in the future because i prefer working with people long term it's much yeah, more a
0: year is a, like you can get you can do so much in a year can't you it's just uh, yeah. like if i look you never like, know what's going to happen at my... and people have to make u-turns yeah
1: and you know you know and people situations change beyond recognition and their You know, if the, if the passing of a loved one happens, then that really changes things big time. And then that changes the course of the coaching program. These are inevitable things yeah. in terms of transformations, darling, you know? Um, so, uh, these, you know, I can really help people through those things and I keep myself very well informed and stuff like that. I'm not a psychotherapist, so I never take anybody on who needs that kind of thing.
0: Um,
1: but, um, I've talked to enough people and done enough research in the background to kind of help to guide people through quite a lot of different life, um, life stages and so on. And of course I just have a bag of tools and techniques and, and, and education. That's the kind of most humble way to put it, (laughs) you know, just like other people's expertise that I can bring
0: to the table for you. Yeah. I think yeah, that's amazing. to do. Oh,
1: I love it. I do. Yeah. I do.
0: Wow. Well, uh, like, yeah. Get on um, Sarah's list so that you can hear about this program and get on there. Don't miss out. If you know she gets completely overloaded, you might not be able to get on. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And that's 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 the that's the potential. Um, yes. We're being a bit smarter about it this year. We're doing a lot of planning. We're planning like a corporation. Like you said, you want to be the CEO. I've been planning this since August and then Laura and I will sit down and start planning in earnest in uh, late November um, for the first launch in December. And I'm saying, I'm telling, I'm saying this, not because anybody's interested in how I run my business, but it might be useful for other people to understand my timelines. I don't just wake up one day in January and go, here's a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? anyone, want, anyone want this? <laughs>
1: yeah, like I have timelines, I have, and, and I actually give all this kind of, everything that I use and create for myself, I instantly give back to my clients. So I will make like all the, as you can probably tell Jane, you and I are quite different. You're very detail oriented. You could do schedules and stuff like this is not my strong suit. Um, uh, I'm much better served at very kind of, how could I put it? Like, um, big picture, inspirational thinking is, is my more my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So I have to work very hard on the, on the scheduling and detail of things. That means that when I make something that works for me, that's going to be useful for pretty much anybody. So if you're already pretty good at that stuff, this is like, oh yeah, this is, this is fine. But if you're not very good at this stuff, you're like, oh my God, this is the first system I've ever really been able to, to work with,
0: Right.
1: (laughs) you know, Mm. so, uh, you know, that's that, that's that. Um, so yeah, so there's, so there's that, so there's content. Um, I've been working on this, what's coming up next, very transparent work the way everything works, um, launching in December for my clients launching in January to the world and, and to special offers for my mailing list. And there will be limited spaces because I love working one-to-one coaching with people, so it's not especially scalable in that in that respect, mm. but I want to be able to give everything I can to them. So there's, there is an actual hour limit of how many hours I can offer in a month.
0: Exactly. And yeah, I'm you know, still be effective. Amazing that you offer that one-to-one and that you have the capacity to be able to do that. Um, well, cause I just couldn't <laughs> like, I, no. are you introverted i'm extremely introverted okay so i feel drained you know like like this yeah. podcast has been so amazing but i will have to go and have a wee lie down afterwards <laughs> yeah yeah you know like it's, yeah i couldn't schedule two podcasts re- recordings on a, one day it just wipes me out so right yeah.
1: right that's and good know to that. know but yeah like that, yeah and, and what i, I love about that is that's the true the true mark that that's the true the true description of being introverted is not that you can't do this stuff. So I love that you're modeling that Jane, because people often ask me things about that, uh, loads of my clients, obviously are introverted. Um, but it, it's, it's knowing where your energy lies. Ironically, although I always, um, map very, very extroverted, I have a massive introverted part of me as well. I hardly ever leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I could do two, I could do two podcasts in a day though, yeah. but I need a lot of recovery time as well because as you, I think there's just like different ways to be in the world. It's just a way to just, I think this is just the way that, um, you know, Carl Jung described people's energy and how they put their energy out into the world. And I love that you're, you're you're modeling for people who have a more introverted bent, how to be in the world And it doesn't mean you can't be the best presenter going or, you know, when you hosted that dinner party that I came to as well, just an incredibly gracious and competent and confident host and friendly and and all that kind of stuff. But you can't wait to get on the train and just be in your own little space on the way home probably. Whereas somebody like me, who's more extroverted, maybe like after an event like that, let's go out for more drinks. (laughs) On the other hand, the kind of extrovert that I am, you can see I throw it all out like I'm all in I'm all in on the conversation Mm -hmm. so I also get incredibly drained and then have to have loads of recovery time at home right that's the kind of extrovert that I am it's called ENFP extroverted yeah yeah extroverted intuitive feeling and perceiving so the way i look at that is extroverted it's all going out intuitive you're feeling you're yeah. reading everything feeling it all and p means you're not you don't even have a box to put it in so it's just like <laughs> ah! <laughs> so then you actually behave like an introvert in terms of your energy levels you right. need a lot of time on your own to just process everything that's going that's on so around you
0: yeah. Do you know what you are? I'm like
1: an INFJ or something like that. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. God damn you and your J. I love that <laughs> J. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I think, um, you know, it's interesting to see how we can grow into a slightly different personality with confidence and Absolutely. and, you know, like the, a year and a half ago, the that Jane wouldn't be hosting a podcast and, and bullen, and like, and just sort of out of the blue emailing Sarah Furia to yeah. let her be the speaker at the next close swap, which is what I did people yes, listening there. Um, that I, I wouldn't have done that. Um, but now I'm like, okay, let's give that a go. And uh, do you want to hear a funny story just quickly about yes, that? So no. Your email came in. Cause I was like, um, if, cause I've told myself if Sarah's close swap is on a day that I don't have any like um, events or things happening, then I'm going to go, right? And then you emailed the date through to your list and I got it and it said it was December 8th and I checked my diary and I was like, Oh, well, look, I can go. It's on a day. I don't have anything on. And then I was like, Hmm, I see she had some speakers last time. I wonder if she needs anyone for this one. I'll just email her right now and tell her about what I could do. And then I sent the email to you and then I got my diary out and I just blocked off the day and I wrote speaking at Sarah's clothes. And I hadn't even got your, um, reply yet and I was just like this mm-hmm. is happening and then like five minutes later you you booked and I was like well that was easy <laughs>
1: <laughs> well isn't that wonderful and, and you know very... I think that you, I know you're part of a uh, quite a lot of, like masterminds and you went off to California for this so you're in like a, a paid mastermind which includes coaching and stuff like that yeah. is that is that correct yes okay so that I, I I just want to stress here and this is this is from my heart is this is the power of coaching. Yes. So a different version of you or me would have been like, Oh my God, what if she says no, but the current version of you is like, Right, well, I'm just going to put that in my diary is done. Um, and then just, you know, and, and also you don't really give a beep. If, if I say no. Yeah. Right. No, so if like, I yeah. said, oh, I'm sorry, I've already got the speakers, you wouldn't have been at home going, why did I do that? I'm so stupid. I'm a pariah in Tokyo, you know, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: but whatever was. those, yeah. you know, whatever those mad stories that start to kind of, you just like, okay, that's done. I email back because of course that, that's, that creates ease in my life as well. And also why not? Why, why not? It fits the theme of community and it fits the theme of of, of building things and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's a sneaky way for us to get kind of coaching into the swap as well, because that's my CSR. This will be part of your CSR as well. PS because you're not getting paid to speak. So it's, so whoever comes to speak actually, whether they like it or not, has a CSR arm to their business, which is coming and speaking at the clothes. swap. (laughs) So this is all, you know, anytime that you're in exchange with people for free, it's not for free. There's a transaction there, and I put that into my CSR part as well. Mm-hmm. So that that's absolutely mar- I, I love to hear that, and I do think that's the power of being in these kind of masterminds and in these groups and in these kinds of um, coaching programs and stuff like that. Is it, it just helps you to get over yourself a little bit? Oh,
0: definitely. You
1: know, I had a little. I met you, get get out your own way, <laughs> and uh, I kind of think I made a little when you know. Do you remember when it was, we were all making little memes and posting them on our Instagram against nice backgrounds and stuff. There was a little phase we all went through doing that, didn't we? Yes,
0: yes.
1: Yeah, it was last year. And then, so one of mine was humility is the gracious act of getting over yourself. Right. (laughs) That that was one of mine I was dead proud of. Like, you know, these things come out. Is that your original one? Oh, that's yeah. That's a free that was your original. Yeah. Like which endless. happened during, during one of chain. my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we, oh, oh, most of the ones I post are, but like, um, I, uh, and so I was in a coaching session with one of my clients and she's like, I don't want to send this email. And I was like, I think you need to call on humility. And basically humility is the gracious act of getting your over yourself. And she was like, I will send the email. But was, she was like, and I was like, I'm just writing that down. I jumped out post-it notes all across the bottom of my computer with things yeah. on that I intend to write a blog post about all sort of stuff. But then I got bored of making canvas, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, is this the best use of my time? Well, yeah. so I have 30 people I'm coaching at the moment. Maybe not. So, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, well, and that's and another that, thing. Jane.
1: Yeah. yeah. What's that? So when I, when I stop doing things, yeah. When I stop doing things, it's often because I want to, I want to serve the people who are putting money in my bank account as well. I'm going to be very honest about that. So my clients or people who have paid me come first or my CSR. So I would consider somebody like yourself. Now you're one of my clients kind of thing or your service provider. I don't know. We're in transaction because you're going to come and speak at the clothes swap for free, but we're still in some kind of transaction. Amy, so I tend to prioritize if I'm like, do I really want to sit down with Canva for two hours now, or would I be better served serving my clients? who have paid me. Do you know what I mean? Like it helps to create boundaries in the business. Sounds really direct to that, but I hope your listeners can take something from that, like can take something useful from that. And you know what? I'm going to just be honest here. This is RuPaul, you know, RuPaul Charles who does RuPaul's drag race, Mm. the beautiful, beautiful drag queen.
0: I don't think and, I do. I've been, <clears throat> been in Tohoku for too long. I do not know. Oh girl, you have to about go on Netflix and find this okay. okay.
1: So anyway, he was massive in the nineties and now, now like huge, huge reality TV show called RuPaul's Drag Race. It's fantastic. Another one of your podcast speakers, Sarah Bull is a huge fan. Oh yes. And, um, <clears throat> he says, if they ain't paying your bills, pay them no mind. just think there's some now that doesn't mean you're not kind and nice and not nice kind and generous and gracious towards every person who comes into you but am i gonna am i gonna recommend that somebody sits and ruminates on a thought by somebody who's not putting money in their bank accounts it sounds a little bit ruthless but there's 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 something in there about there's a permission in there to to serve where you're supposed to serve Yes. And to no look after people the people who are, who are in exchange with you.
0: Yes, yes, not the ones who are swimming away from you.
1: No. And it also does mean it doesn't. And being very clear again, it's not. It's not ruthless. It's about looking after yourself, and it, and it also means that your energy is in is protected in the right ways, so that for those people who are your friends or potential clients, or just getting on and off the train and being kind and moving out the way for somebody and not shouldering them instead. You know, it means your energy is more available for that kind of thing, rather than
0: oh, that person yeah. said that. or you know, You're not completely depleted exactly.
1: Exactly, my love. Yes, mm,
0: I see. Well, I think on that note, we've taken up our listeners' earbuds for long enough. But it's, sorry, babe. No, but so much gold in this episode and I cannot wait for people to hear all about it and yeah. we are gonna be at the close swap on December 8th Woo-hoo. please come and see us like Jane's coming to town so if you want to catch up yeah with me, it's the best Amazing. time just come along and then we can all catch up and I can see you all and it's going to be fabulous. So thank yeah. you, Sierra, for this opportunity to-
1: Thank you, Jane, it was a joy.
0: Together. Yeah, it's been fabulous. And a we'll joy. See you on, see you in December. Yeah. Yay. Yay. All right. You have a good day. And <laughs> you. Bye. Bye. Minasan, konnichiwa. Kyo no guest wa, セラフリア 1年早く日本に来てなのて ですと、ファシリテーター て彼女はあの東京のあのclothes 彼女は、あの、今度のイヘントは 12月 イベントは12 あの、<笑> 参加してこの、インフォメーション今、<笑> えっと、場所はあ、赤坂のあの、あの、2000円。で、その2000円からワイン2杯ぐらいと、あとおやつとかがあって、2000円 から、その、あと、で、そのとアドベンチャラスになって、<笑> ま、まあ、頃<笑> あの、私朝その You 一緒 U in 夢とってこれ ぜひ、あの、ジェーンのウェブサイトのあの、あの、あの、Mo- uh, you in you あの、あの、あと あの、チェック<笑> あの、今の生徒多分、<笑> あのもう、<笑> 来て、, あの、来て、帰るなのでぜひあの、So that was the very interesting episode with Sarah Furuya. So I just had the most amazing time talking to Sarah and I'm so grateful that she made a big uh, chunk of her day available to me to be able to record that podcast episode. And, um, yeah, even co- coaching me a little bit through the middle of the episode. It's usually me <laughs> who's coaching the people who come on my podcast. So I love that. And um, actually, after we stopped recording, uh, we continued talking for a little bit. And then she said, Oh, while we were talking, I pulled a card for you. And the card, the message on the card was about being brave and bold and adventurous. And I was like, okay, that is the message I needed to hear today. Um, Because at the moment where I am with the things that I'm working on, I could continue to keep doing, um, you know, things that are playing safe, playing small, or I could just go out there and just do it, do some really – old stuff, approach some really, you know, amazing people and just say, hey, <laughs> um, wanna be on my podcast, or hey, you should totally bring your your crew to um to Yumoto on the for a retreat or whatever it is. Yeah. So that was a little kick up the bum from the universe for me that came out of that episode. Um and so thank you very much to Sarah for being a great guest and a super interesting one. And, yeah, so you guys, I hope you've got that December 8th marked off on your calendar and that you're coming to the clothes swap. If you're in or nearby Tokyo, I'm going to be taking a train down from Fukushima. It takes two and a half hours to get to Tokyo Station. I have no idea how long it takes to get to the actual venue after I get to Tokyo, so it's probably a good three hours to get there, so no excuses, come on, bring your, get your little wheelie suitcase, fill it up with some things that you don't use anymore, and bring them along, and have an amazing afternoon for 2,000 yen, drink some wine, uh, meet some friends, meet some new friends, and yeah, and go home buzzing, I'm sure that's how all of the people who come along to the clothes swap feel after they've been there. So as you heard, I'm going to be one of the speakers, and that um, honor was not bestowed on me or anything. I just had this feeling like if I reach out to Sarah today, then surely it'll be fine, you know. And so I just emailed her and said, hey, I'd love to help if you need anybody. And Sarah was like, yay, thank you. That, That really helps me out, and I love the message that you're going to be talking about there. So yeah, you'll be able to hear, you'll be able to see me <laughs> talking in the real, as I like to call it. So yeah, let me know if you're coming to the close swap so I can make sure I get a chance to say hi to you. And I've already talked to a few friends um, who said they're coming and a few of the guests who've been on this podcast before um, have I've also reached out to them and said, I'm coming, let's meet up. It's, and so it's going to be great to be able to meet up with so many people in a very short time and just a few hours that we have for the clothes swap, which is kind of like a dream for me since I'm up here in Fukushima and it is tricky, you know, like coordinating people and schedules. So, yeah, just uh, going along to the clothes swap should make that um Very, very easy. Yeah. So thank you so much to Sarah and her team of people who make this event happen. And you heard her talking about, you know, all of the generosity that goes into creating this event. You know, she, you know, just donates her time. The venue donates the space. Um, You know, it's it's just amazing. And, you know, even H&M is coming along to deal with all of the things that we don't want to take home with us. Yeah. Fabulous. So yeah, it's a great thing to be part of. And who knows, you may pick up some great little um, bits and pieces to take home with you as well. Nothing like a bit of a rummage (laughs) to find some great clothes. So if you see me looking really like dazed and confused, it's because I'm a bit overwhelmed because I don't do well uh, with making decisions when there's like loads of you know, options right in front of me. So just pick something up and say, hey, Jane, this would look really good on you. I'll be thankful for you if you do that. <laughs> Help a girl out. Okay, well, that is all I have for you today. Uh, just one, one quick last thing. If you are thinking of starting your own podcast, please do reach out to me. I would really love to help you if I can in any way. Or, um, yeah, just give you a little kick up the bum so you get going, whatever it is you need. Just reach out and say, hey, Jane, I'm thinking of starting my podcast, but I I can't or I haven't because X, Y, Z. Tell me your your excuses. And, yeah, let's get you going. All right. So, thanks so much for listening today. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,